Good evening, everybody. Welcome. Thank you for joining us uh, for this night before Christmas celebration. It's great to be together as we celebrate our Christ, uh, our uh, Saviour and Lord Jesus Christ. For those who are visiting, my name's Brent. Uh, I'm the pastor here at Outlook. I can't see you people because those lights are super duper bright. But I trust you're there. I believe that that is the case. For those who are part of our church, uh, we've been talking about this idea of adoration, of the idea of a door for a few weeks now. Uh, but others might be wondering what it's all about. Why did we choose a door as our theme for this year? Well, maybe it's obvious, but uh, for starters, it bounces off that well-known Christmas carol we sang earlier in the uh, service tonight, and where it says, Come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. But what does that mean? Like, what does that actually mean? We sing these things all the time at Christmas time, uh, but what do they actually mean? I'd like to take a brief look tonight uh, as we look at the three main words within there, which are adore, Christ, and Lord. So firstly, the word adore. Now, most of us are probably aware that the word adore, within our uh, culture at least, it has kind of connotations, meanings of kind of adorable, kind of cute. You know, we say a baby is adorable. You know, it's this kind of cutesy lovey-dovey kind of uh, concept, but within the Christian uh, kind of idea of things, uh, we don't mean it with those sort of connotations necessarily, because it has two meanings. The word actually has those sort of cute and cuddly adoration words, and then it has like the, word, the idea of worship and venerate. And so that's what we mean when we say adore within the Christian church. We should uh, adore Christ in that second sense. Of course, we're supposed to love him a lot, uh, certainly, but we adore him in the sense that we worship him and venerate him. And the outlook in this season, we've been reminding ourselves that we need to press in and remember that Jesus is the center of the Christmas season. For us, it's been a call back to worship, to loving Christ over and above everything else that might distract us at Christ Christmas time. The call to adore Jesus is a call to increase our depth of worship and love for Christ, a call to go beyond just kind of respecting and showing recognition and actually moving into a space where we truly adore Christ as Lord. And that's another key term, the term Christ, that we sing about all the time in Christmas carols. We talk about it a lot in church. We come to adore Christ. Most of us probably know that Jesus is called Jesus Christ, uh, but it's not his last name. Basically, the, the term Christ is taken from a Greek word, Christos, which means anointed one or chosen one. You see, for the Jewish people, since the beginning of existence, they have been looking with anticipation towards God's kind of coming chosen one, his anointed one, his Christ. And so Jesus shocked everybody when he stood up in the synagogue, which is the religious kind of uh, celebration place of the Jews. He stood up in there and he read the following, which is from Isaiah 61. And we read Jesus' words from Luke 4, because he doesn't quote Isaiah exactly. Luke 4, 18 to 19, quoting from Isaiah 61, more or less, it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. To do what? Well, to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. And then Jesus concludes in Luke 21 saying, today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. You see, the people of Israel, for, for years they had lived under foreign rule. For over 500 years they found themselves under foreign rule. Those years of King David and the years of King Solomon, the kind of heydays of Israel, they were long in the past. 
And so for the Jews, there was this significant sense of expectation around this figure that would come uh, that we read about here, a figure who has been predicted all throughout the Old Testament, this kind of anointed one, this Christ that God would send to bring freedom to his people. And so when Jesus says that he will proclaim good news, he will proclaim liberty, he'll bring healing, he'll proclaim uh, the Lord's favor, what he's saying is that I am the one, I am God's chosen one, his anointed one, his Christ, the anointed one who brings freedom that you so yearn for, he says. And so Jesus should be adored, he should be worshipped because he is God's chosen one, he is his anointed one, his Christ. But that's not all, our hymn also tells us that he's not just Christ, but he's Christ the Lord. And this is the really shocking one for us, I think. The really shocking thing about Jesus like just being the Christ, that's a big thing in and of itself. That means a lot after such a long time of anticipation. But to say that Jesus is Lord is to say not only that he is God's chosen one, but actually he is God himself. Thomas, who's one of Jesus' followers in the Bible, exclaims after meeting the resurrected Jesus, he says, my Lord and my God. In Acts 10.36, Peter, who's another of Jesus' followers, says that Jesus is the Lord of all. Jesus is not just a good man. He's not even just God's chosen anointed one. He is Lord of all. He is God. And so at Christmas, when we celebrate the birth of Jesus, we're not just celebrating the birth of a good bloke. When we sing carols at Christmas time, when, when we sing things like, Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord, we're not just singing about Jesus who came as the Christ, as the anointed one of God, we're actually singing about the coming of God himself. One of the things that we read in Luke before, uh, one of the things we read in Luke before, rather, was that the Christ would bring freedom. Now, for the Jewish people, generally, they meant Political freedom, they, would, they felt like they needed to have political freedom, freedom from oppression. But Jesus, he meant freedom in a much more all-encompassing sense than just that. He meant freedom not just from political rivals, not just from physical prison and physical hunger, but actually from a deep spiritual deficiency as well. He meant freedom from a spiritual prison, freedom from spiritual hunger that people, we just cannot free ourselves from through our own efforts. And really, that's the message of the Old Testament. If you don't want to read the Old Testament, you just have to know that the idea behind the Old Testament is that people, we have this deep yearning for freedom from our spiritual deficiencies, but we just can't do it on our own. That's the whole message of the Old Testament. In the New Testament, we read, that, uh, we read in a passage in the book of Romans, rather, where it speaks of this, and it says, All people have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. What it means is that God expects a lot from us. He expects much from us, but we cannot live up to God's expectations. And so spiritually speaking, we are all deficient. We are all poor. We are all prisoners. We all have sinned, Romans tells us. But you know, in response to our sin, in response to our brokenness, we read in the Bible that God, he didn't just leave us in the mess we're in. He didn't turn his back and reject, it, uh, and reject us. Instead, God himself came down. God came to earth as the Lord Jesus Christ and he lived the life we could not live. He died the death that we deserve because of our sin and he offers us his life of righteousness in return for our brokenness and our sinfulness. And so God, he lived the life for us. He died the life for us so that we could be 
free. Free from spiritual deficiency, free from spiritual hunger and spiritual prison that we all find ourselves in. God came at Christmas to set prisoners free and we are the prisoners. And so that's why we should adore Christ at Christmas time. Because Jesus Christ is not just a man who did good things, he's, he is the Christ. He is God's chosen, anointed one. But not only that, he is also our Lord. He is God himself who came to earth in human form to save us from our sins. That's why we should adore him. That's why we should worship him. Will you do that this Christmas? Will you choose to follow and adore God who is the Christ the Lord? And I pray you would. I know there's a lot of concepts in this. Every Christmas, you've got to try and think about these big concepts and put them into uh, a short little thought bubble like this. But if you have any questions about Jesus, if you have any questions about anything we've talked about tonight or sung about tonight, you can fill out a Connect card, which you'll find on a seat nearby. Uh, and there's some Bibles at the back as well. If you want a Bible, we'd love for you to grab one of those. Otherwise, I'll ask the team to come up for the last song. Um, and I might pray. I'll pray before, as we finish uh, and if you would like prayer, if you'd like to talk to anybody, come to the front after the last song and there'll be some people here who'd love to talk to you or pray with you. Let's pray together now, hey? God, we give you thanks that at Christmas time, you know, so often these, these concepts of Christmas, they get so watered down. We put them on shirts, we put them on mugs, we put them on plates, we put them on cutlery, we put them on everything, Lord, these different uh, slogans at Christmas time. And yet we remember that the concepts we actually rem remember here at Christmas are huge. And God, I pray by your spirit, you would drive us to a place where we adore you, Christ the Lord. Remind us afresh that you came to save sinners just like us. God, for any who feel that spiritual weight, that spiritual deficiency in their heart tonight, I pray that you would be speaking to their heart by your spirit that they can have freedom. We can have freedom only because you came to earth, lived as a man, and died the death that we deserve so that we could be free. Thank you for Christmas. Thank you for this celebration of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray we would adore him, Christ the Lord, this Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen.